Do you ever get frustrated with your employees because they don't do certain small things? And when I mean small things, it'd be things like they don't show up on time for a meeting or they don't show up prepared for that meeting. Or maybe you have an employee that you ask to get something completed today and it doesn't get completed until tomorrow. Or maybe it didn't get completed with the level of excellence that you'd like. Or maybe you were frustrated that um, they didn't collaborate with other people and they kind of worked independently from someone else. Or maybe it's a person who just kind of is a clock watcher and they don't get their work done because, well, it hit five o'clock and they got to get out immediately at five o'clock. Um, or maybe it's somebody that you ask to do something a certain way and they end up doing it another way. You know, all those little things. Well, chances are you probably do. But what if you could fix all of those by solving one problem? What if you could eliminate all of that and you could actually get the culture that you want, not the culture that you have? And that's what I want to talk about today because the vast majority of business owners and entrepreneurs that I meet aren't really intentional about this whole issue of culture and they're missing out because culture is literally what drives your company. It's the 24 seven driver. So it tells people what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And you actually already have one. In fact, I had a friend recently who made this comment and he's in part of a fast growing company. And he said, isn't culture what is? Like, can you really change culture? And my comment to him was yes and yes. Meaning, yes, you do have a culture. It is what is. And if someone isn't intentional about it, it will remain that, which means your company could actually have six or 12 or 47 different cultures uh, because culture is what culture does. And if somebody thinks it's okay to show up late, then that's the culture that says it's okay to show up late, right? You already have a culture. The question is, is it the culture you actually want or is it the culture you have? The good news is that Culture actually is a strategy decision and you can literally change your culture. If there's something you don't like, you can change the culture and you can get a different result. In fact, you can literally change your entire company. If you have a company that's not innovative and you decide to make it innovative, you can literally change it from a non-innovative company to an innovative company. If your people aren't really producing cultural, um, let's say, excellence right now, you can make it a more excellent company. If it's not really customer uh, relationship driven, you can make it a really great customer service driven kind of company. You can literally change it at a strategic level by being really intentional about focusing on creating the culture that you want. Not the culture you have, but the culture that you want. And the good news is it only takes three steps to be able to change it. So today I want to give you those three steps. They're very easy to understand. The hard work actually is implementing it, but you can at least get it because these are the three simple steps you need. And by the way, if you want to create a self-operating business, then you definitely want to focus in on culture because culture will cause your people to know what they should do without you being present. The first step is that you always want to define it, define it. Now, the challenge for most business owners and entrepreneurs is that they kind of have some ideas in their head, but they actually haven't put them down on paper. They haven't clearly defined them. And it's impossible to really create something if you're not exactly sure what the thing is that you want. You simply know that you don't like it when somebody does this. Well. Okay, start defining it. Now, some business owners and entrepreneurs, not most, but some will actually have core values, which is good. It's a step in the right direction. But core values aren't your entire culture. There are a lot of things culturally that you need to define that aren't actually going to be part of the three to five core values that you're going to have. For example, what is timely, right? Is, is timely mean that you show up you know, five minutes early? You know, you know, Lombardi time, if you showed up five minutes early, you're, you're late. 
Um, is it that you show up on time? Of course, what is actually on time? Does it mean you know within three to five minutes of the starting time? Some places, if, as long as you were there within 10 to 15 minutes, you're on time. Like, what does timely mean for you? How about responsiveness? Do you want expect people to respond to something you send them within the hour or within half a day, with a full day, within the week? Uh, what does it mean to be collaborative? What does it mean uh, to uh, complete a project on time? Uh, is it okay to use excuses or not? That's a cultural question. Um, is it okay to come and ask a question to a manager if you haven't actually done any research yourself? Like some places you have to come with a solution and a question. Uh, does speed actually matter in your company or not? Is it okay to show up to a meeting unprepared or not? Is it okay to raise your voice to someone else? If someone critiques you, is it okay for you to critique back or should you listen? Like those are all cultural questions. And you as the leader have to clearly define what the culture is that you want. And once you define it, then we can move on to step two. But if you haven't clearly defined it at a really granular level, chances are you're not going to get the culture you want. You're going to end up finding that there are going to be a lot of people that are going to frustrate you. So if you want to get rid of all that, step one is you have to clearly define it and at a granular level, not just three to five core values, but really granularly. Now, once you define it, then step two is easy. You start to teach it. And that teaching isn't just like I put it on a piece of paper, I you know, talk about it at one meeting and we're done, right? Like teaching it is a daily, weekly process over and over and over again. Uh, first of all, you need to make sure it's true of you because role modeling is important, but role modeling is not enough. So not only do you have to live it out, but you have to teach people what those core values are. And then you need to find stories of people who are lifting them up. Because you want to be able to say, you know, collaboration is a core value here. And Sally, I just want to thank you so much that you worked with these three other people, blah, 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 on completing this project. Great job. You're lifting up our culture. And Frank comes prepared to the meeting. You don't just pass that by. You take it as an opportunity to say, hey, Frank, th thanks so much for all the preparation you did for this meeting. You lifted up our cultural value. I really appreciate that a lot. And so you, you talk about it. You teach it. You lift it up. You tell stories about it. You find stories from other places. Whatever you need to do, you just talk about it incessantly, like on a daily and weekly basis, not you know putting up a wall and you're done. So one is you got to define it. Step two, then you have to teach it. And then step three, this is the real important one, you have to enforce it. And this is where a lot of people mess up. In fact, um, in our Biscalers Club, I actually do a weekly leadership lesson. And the second lesson I did was entitled, Culture Isn't What's Written, It's What's Enforced. Culture isn't what's written, it's what's enforced. Because frankly, what happens is people will come up with some core values, maybe, um, or some other cultural values, and they might you know, put them on a piece of paper, they might put them up on a wall, uh, they might you know, have you know, some boards made up about them, et cetera, and that's it. But that isn't what culture is, right? Until somebody enforces something, it's actually not going to take root. And that means that you need to enforce it. When somebody's choosing to you know, come late to a meeting, you need to call them on the fact that they're late to the meeting. If they're unprepared, you call them on that. If they're using excuses, uh, you call them on that. And, and you don't have to be a jerk about it, but you need to make sure that as soon as somebody you know, moves away from the culture, you're enforcing this is the culture that we have here. And the real key here is that you need to enforce it on everybody and consistently, right? If you're a parent, you understand consistency is everything in parenting. Because if kids can get away from it, they understand this principle that everyone moves uh, you know, to the lowest form of enforcement. So if no one's reinforcing it, no one's holding them accountable, they will always move down and they'll do whatever they want to do. So you need to do it. And most importantly, you need to hold your star players accountable to the culture. 
you probably remember this experience in high school at some point, maybe college, when the key player on the team ends up breaking curfew or does something that they're not supposed to do, and any other player would be benched, but they're the star player, and this is a big game. And so the coach chooses not to bench the star player because they want to win the game. Then you realize that's not really a cultural value, right? Um, the coach that benches the star player, that's the coach you go, okay, this is the real culture. So even with your best performers, you need to hold them accountable to your culture because if you'll define it and you'll teach it and you'll enforce it, what you're going to find is the culture that you want is going to be the culture that you're going to get. And it only takes three simple steps. Define it, teach it, and enforce it. And if you do that, you'll get the culture that you actually want. And now that we get the culture that you want, you're going to love your business more. Your employees are going to enjoy your business. Everyone's going to be more productive. You know, People are going to want to recruit other people to your team. You're going to solve the talent problem as well. Your customers are going to be happier. Like Everything happens better when you get the culture right. So what do you need to do this day, this week, in order to be able to build the kind of culture you actually want? Start by defining it, then start teaching it every day, and make sure you enforce it. And if you do those three things, you can actually have the culture you want. So hopefully you enjoyed this week's lesson. I encourage you, if you haven't subscribed and you're listening to this on YouTube or podcast, you hit the subscribe button because my commitment to you is to help give you actionable ideas and content that can help you build and scale a self-operating business. So until next time, to Accelerated Success, Bruce out.